Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, so here we go. Podcast time on a Thursday. Giants, Niners tonight. It's going to be wild. What's up, Alan? Oh, hi, Jerry. You know how we always hear about uh, all these different podcasts and that sort of thing? I've heard about a few. Yeah, we do a podcast here, Jerry. So all you ever hear is like every guest on Joe Rogan when he's wrapping it up and he goes, and uh, what what, what are you doing these days? Oh, I have a podcast. Right. Everybody has a podcast. Everybody's got a podcast. Everyone's got a podcast. So the other day, I think it was yesterday, I was like, I'm going to do a Twitter poll and ask people, how many podcasts they listen to. Okay. So this isn't, you know, people who are on Twitter aren't old. They're not young. They're they're probably right in the middle. I would think they're so. They're probably in the podcast audience type people. You know All what I'm right. saying, Jerry? What were your choices? I'd like to know how so I would have voted. Okay, here's what I said. On average, how many different podcasts do you listen to every week? Right? So on a weekly basis. So I wrote one to three different podcasts, four to six, more than six, or Zero podcasts. Which one? I would fall between zero and one. Okay. Because there are some weeks I never listen. Other weeks I might listen to one or two. Mm-hmm. That's about it. So you would have voted one to three podcasts? Probably. Even though there are weeks I don't listen to any. So look at how close this was. Okay. The winner by one percentage of the vote hmm. was one to three podcasts. Okay. The second place was zero podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so almost 80%. 80, that was the amount? Of the respondents either don't listen to any podcast wow. or listen between one to three. So which tells you that the people that do consume podcasts, that's all they listen to. Yeah. The people who listen to more than six podcasts a week, 8%. My question then being, with eighty per, about 80% of the people listening between zero podcasts yeah, yeah. and one to three... Who's lit? No one. Friends but, and family. But it's so bizarre that we continue to pump out podcasts and oh, podcasts. The good news for you is you don't have to listen to them. Like, what I mean by I that know, is. I know, but they have to cloud they have my. They exist somewhere. Yeah. They have, and they have to. But don't you have lists to where you don't have to deal with that? No, I'm just saying things I hear. I hear nothing but podcast promotions oh, everywhere. Yeah. Well, what do you think? You know, it's so funny the way it used to be. Um, if I go back five years ago, five years ago, all of my sound would have been game highlights, locker room sound, and then sports radio interviews on the phone, essentially. Right. Maybe you get an in-person, in-studio guest where the sound's better, but that's what it was. Now, if you listen on a daily basis what I'm playing for you, it's locker room sound or it's podcast sound. I don't know who's listening, but you... Somehow they come across, a lot goes on YouTube, mm-hmm. um, which maybe, and maybe that number goes up if people are watching on YouTube, but you said podcasts and they didn't like, maybe they maybe they watch Joe Rogan every week, but they didn't think they're listening to a podcast and replied differently. Not that I think the numbers are that drastic. Yeah. Well, Joe Rogan, I know you mean uh, others. Joe Rogan is only available on Spotify. Right. But I can watch Joe Rogan on Spotify on my TV. Right. I'm just saying there are people that do that. And then there's YouTube, which has a million podcasts. I said, right, you're right. Uh, there's a million 
uh, podcasts that are now on YouTube that are on both. Uh, I don't know. I because I, I think know. sometimes if I didn't have a long commute, if I was one of these, I know around here most people do have long commutes. Mm, yeah, but if I was like somebody who was in you know Idaho and I had an eight minute commute to work, I wouldn't put a podcast on. They're three hours long. Right. It would take me three months to get, to get through, through it. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would pop the radio on. What about if you ran or biked? Yeah. You know. Well, well, yeah. In those sorts of situations, that there was a very short time when I was running, I would listen to music because it was okay. you know get you more a little more, more motivating, more a little more motivating. But it's just so crazy. You know, how you hear sometimes like they people will go, um, you know, in New York City, there's a lot of buildings that are empty. They're just owned by uh, rich foreign people. Mm-hmm. That's what podcasts are. I see a lot of them, but they're empty. They're very empty. Yeah, and there's more and more coming, and our company does a, mil- a gazillion of a them. A gazillion of them. Yeah. I don't understand the reasoning yeah. behind all of the podcasts. I think a lot of it, I shouldn't say a lot of it. I think there's definitely, when you're talking about sports podcasts, in that genre, you've got a lot of people that are trying to make their way here or to ESPN, or they're trying to be discovered, and they're trying to get better, because it's the only avenue. You know, if you think about it, if you're, we always get asked by... um Especially parents of college kids, yeah. or you know, what, what what should Johnny do? I don't know. Like I don't know anymore. When I was coming up, you could buy time on small radio stations and do a legit a live radio show that no one was listening to except for your friends and family. But at the end of the day, you were still doing a live radio show, and I did that. I did that with Don Lagreca. We spent a lot of money on a radio station in Red Bank back in the day, probably in. 97 98 i want to say uh we did that for a full summer where i think we were spending 400 bucks an hour wow and we were splitting it yeah and we were doing three hours and that's how we you know he certainly got better from it really learning how and i was anchoring and co-hosting with him at the same time but whatever there were things like that that you could do now if someone asks i don't know what you tell them i tell them i do a podcast i don't like i don't know there's nothing out there to just get started. Yeah, I tell them to do a podcast to practice. Yeah, for sure. But know that no one's listening to yeah. it. Yeah. It just isn't. And there are a handful of podcasts that make a lot of money. It's like anything, isn't it? And there are 95% of them. That don't make much. And they're just... My my problem with all of them, like you said, well, you don't have to listen. I, I'm, I, I know I don't have to listen. The, the problem I have is it is it's muddying the field for being able to discover a good podcast. Like, it's just completely muddied. If I go on, like, uh, Spotify to see, like, there's just a million of them. Oh, there's tons, yeah. And with looking, and people are listening to between zero and maybe three a week. Yeah, Who are you fighting for? (laughs) Right. We know already Joe Rogan has the uh, most listeners. Then you got like, you know, part of my take. Mm-hmm. You get, there are a handful that have a ton of listeners. So they're taking up those listeners. So, and, the, there's and only, they're long. <laughs> right. That's the other thing. And right? they're long. If podcasts were 10 minutes long and that was that Joe Rogan was doing a 10 minute podcast, I could say, okay, I welcome 50 podcasts because I can listen to them all during the week. You know, Joe Rogan's two and a half hours minimum. Oh, yeah. Theo Vaughn, which has a popular podcast now, his are two and a half hours long. Well, that's the other thing, too, is that podcasts have have become full-on shows. They're not... Remember when it started? And even when we started doing this, the idea was 15 minutes. Right. That's it. And we've... I mean, yeah, we go 23, 24, but we've never really skewed from that format. Like, give them something that they can hopefully enjoy. Quick 20, 25 minutes, be done. These are now... They're not... We call them podcasts. They're not. They are shows. They are very long shows and long interviews, short, you know, um, freewheeling interviews, essentially. Now, I mean, the Micah Parsons thing, here's a great example. We call it the Micah Parsons podcast. No, it's not. He's got a nice little setup. He's got cameras and lights. He's doing a TV show that is basically made for YouTube that is put out online as well that you can get on your phone. So we call it a podcast. That's not a podcast. He's doing a show, and it's an hour. I guess anything that's not broadcast is a podcast that's right that's what they call right yes yeah i also wonder too because you know the advertisers know like if you ever listen to rogan's podcast he gets advertising at the nine minute mark 
uh, always. Right. You look nine minute mark, um, the twenty minute mark, and then after if Joe Rogan does a three hour podcast, after fifty minutes, there's, there's no, no commercial because not many people are probably listening to the whole. Correct. Thing. Yeah. And the advertisers know that. Yeah. Yeah. So then, why is he? I mean, I listen to them, so I guess people do listen to them. But the majority of people must put on a podcast, get to their destination. Maybe they don't put it on. That's again. me. I mean, if, like, and start a new one the next time you're going yeah, somewhere. I, I don't listen to Joe Rogan every day. Matter of fact, it's not even once a week. It's probably I probably listen to three a month. That's where I would say I would yeah. take that zero to one, uh, zero to three number. Two or three a month I might listen to, and I don't know that I ever finish any of them. They're too long. I get yeah. bored. The first hour, yeah, I do listen to, but some, I don't go back to it a lot of times. Yeah, and I've gotten so used to listening to it at one and a half speeds, which right. is why, how I'm able to get through them, mm. and that was a listener suggestion here, someone told me. Yeah. Uh, but it's funny, Gina was in the car the other day, and I wanted to put a podcast on of uh, somebody she likes, and I put it on, she goes, I don't understand what they're saying, because they were talking at Too one fast. and a half speed, ah. and I'm so used to it. That when I set it to regular speed so she can enjoy it, I thought they were talking so slow. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but like I so- also catch myself sometimes going, I can't understand this guy's talking too fast. That and is I mean, funny. You know, I have it on one and a half speed. Yeah, which is fast. Yeah. That is fast. Some people have it at two times speed. Yeah. Which gets crazy. That. Yeah, I would think but so. But it does make it manageable. So if I have a three hour Joe Rogan podcast, I can get through it on my ride in and back. <laughs> right. You get one per day. Yeah. Could do one per day. Yeah. But I, don't know, I just found that interesting. It's just like all of these podcasts, and like at some point, you would think we're going to have to stop that. At some point. I don't know. You've got to. I don't know who the podcast czar of the country would be to do that. There would have to be Spotify that would cap it. Well, or, yeah. Um, Spotify and iTunes. Those are the two biggest yeah. places people go to get there. By the way, it's iTunes. Way more than Spotify. You look at the, if you look oh, at that the, if you believe yeah. the data that they tell you. So it's iTunes and Spotify, and it's like until they decide they're not going to accept every dopey podcast, it's always going to be crowded. Where um, we are, where we're on the Odyssey app, obviously we're on Spotify. Are we on iTunes yep. too? Oh, iTunes. we are. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, we're on all the. Those are really the only places. You those three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's just nuts, Jerry. Nuts. All right, I wrote something else down here. I, I hope to so. Get to you as well. All right. Oh, this is um, some people were angry at me for the my verbiage here, Jerry. But what'd you uh, do? Okay. So was this a post? This is a post uh, that I put on uh, Twitter. So yesterday, when I was walking my dog, I was seeing. You know, it was a beautiful day. Yeah, gorgeous. So it was a lot of people running on the boardwalk. Okay, and a lot of obese people running yep i see this one guy in particular that i've been seeing for three i've been there three years three years the dude is always running sweating he is the same the same if you are looking to lose weight it is going to be the overwhelming percentage on your diet Yes, which Not took me a running. long time to realize. My, me and my friend used to have this conversation. When I used to work out with him every day. Yeah. I was say five days a week going back to 2010. I worked out with him five days a week from like 2010 until like 2015 or 16, I want to say. We would have this argument. Not argument. We would have this conversation about is it the food? Is it the exercise? And I would sit there and say it was the exercise because for me, anytime you've looked at my weight, it was always when I was in a great um, diet routine. And then I don't know when it was, and he would always say, it's the food. And then I don't remember what the time was, but he had made note. He goes, do you ever actually take stock in what you're eating, though, when you're exercising? And made me think, you know what? You're right. The more I exercise, the more I eat better because my mind wants me to eat better to actually benefit what I'm doing. And the more time has gone on, you see it's probably like an 80-20 Food to exercise. Exercise is important for heart health and all that. But in terms of weight, yeah, it's probably an 80-20 in terms of what you're eating. I think the best thing to do is lose your weight first and then get on an exercise program. If you can, someone like myself needs to jumpstart it with the exercise. I don't know why. It's just that's me. See, to me, I always think, because I've seen this happen too with people, 
You can go to the New York City Marathon. There are people running the 26 miles that are obese. Oh, I know. We've talked about this. I yeah. Know. So yeah. you, I think what happens to some people, now you're saying when you exercise, you're more conscientious of what oh, you're eat eating. much better. I think what happens with a lot of people is they're running, they're hungrier, they're rewarding themselves for exercising, yeah, yeah. and they're eating more calories than they would. No, it could be. I also just I've think, never been a runner, though, so I don't know. Yeah. When I see like really heavy people rumbling, bumbling, stumbling down that boardwalk. I'm just thinking about their knees and their hips. And to me, it's easier, but other people told me not so. To me, it's easier to not eat certain items than it is to run. It seems like a lot harder work to exercise. It's so it's interesting because to me, they're they're similar in this regard. I think it takes most people. No, I shouldn't say most people. Me. I got to talk about myself. For myself to get on a good eating plan, it really takes me like two or three days, maybe even longer than that, of doing it to where my mind gets fixed on it. The same thing with exercise. I can exercise once, eh, the next day, eh. But if I push through it, I get to a point where it pisses me off to miss it. And it's very similar for me, not you, but for me, either one, which is why when I start one or both at the same time, that's when... It's a it's a really good chain reaction for me. But I could see what you're saying, that it's easier to control your eating than it is to be motivated to get out there and start running. Yeah. I could see that. Like when I see people running on the boardwalk that are not in shape, it looks very difficult. It looks tedious. Yeah. I mean, and I commend them for wanting to do something. But yeah. I just think like if you put your energy into your diet first, lost the weight, and then started your act, I just think it'd be people would be so much more successful. Might be right. You might, might be very right. And then you always get the uh, every, everything in moderation. No, that's not true. I always wonder why post, I always say this, why post office guys that walk their routes are not thin as rails. Yeah. Doing, forget 10,000 steps. They're doing 30,000 steps Correct. a day. Which will tell you exercises Holy without smokes. the diet is right. doesn't matter. You can't, you can't do that. Then go have, you know, four Miller lights in a, in a pepperoni pizza. You basically Correct. just crushed everything you did. Yes. Makes no sense. And the alcohol is, the, is really horrible. You know, I'm not saying alcohol over ice. I mean, you can't go drink five beers. Right. And suck in all those. Oh, it's terrible for you. Yeah, drinking your calories. Absolutely. Say. No doubt. Hmm. Is that all you had? Well, just with that thing, I don't know. People didn't like that I used the word obese, but that's a medical term, is it not? It is. I didn't say fat people. I said no. I'm obese. Somebody who you are not obese. I You're, am. I told you according to the guidelines, I am. Yeah, I don't still believe that. I think you. But I think wrong. you know what I do. But it, but I think that goes to show Al how horribly obese we've become as a society. Like if I am on the borderline of overweight, obese, and it's. You look at the guidelines, it's, there's no black and white. I am borderline heavy, uh, overweight, obese right now. Then what in the hell is everybody else? Morbidly, Morbidly obese, obese, I guess. Right. Yes. I think where I was this weekend. Where the hell was I this weekend? Saturday and Sunday, we didn't have baseball. Wow, my head, I'm going to die of dementia. I can't remember anything. Where were we this weekend, Al? We didn't have baseball. I don't know where you was. Oh Anyhow, wherever we were, I just remember looking around and just, man, it's just, it's, it's terrible. It is. And there's one of these guys, Peter Atia, I believe is his name. Oh, yeah. I love watching him. I mean, he's in shape and he's all about, you know, uh, prolonging your life, but in a healthy way and mm -hmm. not living to a hundred and not knowing who you are when you're in your nineties and, you know, not being able to not walk because you're like, he's really into a healthy lifespan. Um, and he's the one too, that's also brought up how this whole it's it's great to be confident about yourself, and if you're a really heavy person, you want to love yourself, and you don't want to fat shame people. That's fine. But as he says, then what do you tell yourself when at 63 you're dying of heart disease? He goes, at what point do we actually have to look in the mirror and say this is not good for me? Correct. Like we're not making fun of you, we're not shaming you, we're just trying to let you understand you are killing yourself a lot sooner than you have to. And I, when he does, he says it. It's like, man, it's it's eye opening. Well, the crazy thing was during COVID when we were told if you are obese, you are more at risk, and no, then the majority of people did not care. 
A lot of people didn't. Yeah. A lot of people did not. Although, you would also say that uh, if it wasn't for COVID, I don't know if Peloton would have become the business it became for the people that really took it seriously. Right. Because that was one of those, I'm not saying Peloton wouldn't have been a good company, but my God, I mean, that exploded during can't go anywhere time. Correct. They were shipping to your door, setting it up, and then there you go, and you got someone on your screen. Like, God damn. Well, that's unbelievable. Some of the, and then you got poor people opening restaurants at that time. Think about the two business models. One to me makes no sense. Like we're going to get you a stationary bike that's going to cost you a few thousand dollars, and you're going to have to pay monthly for it, as opposed to I don't know, getting on your bike and riding outside for free. And then another's a restaurant where we can't wait to go out to eat in the society. And because of what happens timing wise. The one that makes no sense to me explodes. The other one, which makes sense on every level, every day of the week, every year, except for a once-in-a-lifetime pandemic, how many people went out of business? Correct. Lots. So let's talk risk. Who the hell knows? Lots of people went out of business. Man. Yeah, they did. Sad. Very sad. Sad. Sad news. I have one more thing for you, Jerry. All right. And this involves, we had talked about, um, you know, like in the bathtub, the shower, how it gets moldy a little bit. You see the mold? Oh, yeah, yeah. My confusion is this, like that mold, is that bad mold? I don't know. You know, like people go, I was going to move into this house, but it has mold. Yes. So uh, this is a good question because I don't, like what does mold, the existence of mold in a house, what does it do? Does it cause cancer? Does it cause just uh, head colds? Right. Does it do nothing? Now, when I bought my house, the home inspector came in and said, yeah, you you know, be careful. I see some surface mold in areas, and that means, you know, you got a basement. You never know. Okay, fine. Then my guy comes in. He's like, every house has surface mold. He goes, these guys, he's doing his job. He goes, but he's setting off panic alarms. He goes, I can take you into nine houses out of 20, and they're going to have mold. You just got to, you know, maintain it and you keep the air circulating. And, you know, if something looks crazy, then you handle it. He goes, but you're not going to come in here and rip walls down looking for mold. He goes, you deal with it. And in the bathrooms, I don't know, Al. I don't know. I have no clue. Like, I need to clean my shower. Right. But every day I don't, and I go in there and shower, and it's in my house. Am I breathing in mold? I couldn't tell you. I have the same. I think every every bathroom has the same issue. Right. So I so, don't know. And then when does it turn to be bad mold? Like don't if know. I leave it for six months, is it worse? No clue. It's a great question. Yeah. Don't know. Someone needs to tell me. I don't know. Because remember, I had the the floods in my basement, as you know. I've had three of them now. And, you know, I'm, I have no idea if there's mold in the walls. I don't know. We dried it out, ripped up the floors, dried the, the cement down to where it was, and then put new floors in, new rugs in. But I'm sure there's mold on the inside of the sheetrock. Right. What am I going to do? I'm going to go, I'm not ripping all those walls down. And I actually think, I see, it's funny. I worked from the basement studio Sunday for the Cowboy game, and I felt fine. Was it Sunday? Sunday. Yeah, so I felt good. Monday wasn't so great, and then Tuesday I really didn't feel well. I think I might have gotten sick from the stale air down there because the air conditioning's off because that's broken, as you know. I'm waiting to get that fixed. Um, I didn't have the fan downstairs. It was very stale down there. And I'm wondering if there was no circulation. I sucked in mold for four hours. Right. I don't know. Who knows? I'd love someone to tell me the answer. Yeah. You know, is mold going to kill us? Right. And which mold? Right. What's the difference? What's surface mold? What is harmful mold? What's bathroom mold? Is it mildew? Yes. I don't know. I, I don't know either. And all these... And all these grouts and caulks, I should yes. say caulk, not grouts, that say mold-free. No, they're not. Right. They're not mold-resistant. Your ass is mold-resistant. <laughs> no mold on your ass. No. Come on. Yeah, I know. This is what I... And I don't think about my bathroom till I go upstairs to shower. And then you and see... Like, like, oh, oh, I don't have time to clean this because I, I got to soak it in the dirt. I know. I know. And I'm like, am I breathing in mold? That's why I want... <clears throat> Like, we got the, the bath fitter in the boys' bathroom, which is fantastic. So Kim and I have a um, – it's a stand-up shower. It's not like the big one with the tub. It's just a stand-up one. Good size, probably four feet. It's not – maybe five. I don't forget. But I got to redo that. Bath fitter doesn't have something that size. So I told her I want to get one, but I want – I don't want any – I want no caulk, nothing. I want one piece where the water runs right off 
There is no creases, no crev, no nothing. Nowhere for all the water goes in the drain. Exactly. So I actually found one, which we're gonna try and do for Christmas. Let's get that out because I gotta replace that that bathroom. I've yeah. had to ever since we moved in, but we did the boys first and whatever. Yes. Well, maybe someone will let me know what's the, the what's the deal with mold in the bathroom shower. What's the deal with mold? what is the deal? Is it gonna kill us or can we let it go? Right. Warm up next to. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Larry Johnson and Morning are swinging on the baseline, and Morning right now is being held by Jeff Van Gundy, Van Gundy holding on to his foot, and this is amazing. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Well, I could today, I kind of have the hiccups. What's up? A couple minutes after 5 o'clock, the Eddie Scazzeri, what's up? And across from me, always dreaming of Arizona mornings and nights, he's got the t-shirt on. His name is Albert Marv Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. How are you feeling over there? I got to type him better. I've had, P- <laughs> I was, uh, had Peter Schwartz here yesterday. I know, I know, I wasn't I know. sure who we were getting this morning, then I got word yesterday afternoon. Jerry's back, baby. By word, you mean my text to you? Yeah, you texted me. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Got uh, direct word from Yeah, I felt uh, Jerry great yesterday Recco. afternoon. And now what? I woke up not feeling so great. Oh. <laughs> but I'm here. I'm That's good. That's because you got up in the middle of the night, yeah, Jerry. I know. I know. I Can't know, be I know, doing I know. that. Your body don't want to wake up at 2 a.m. or no, 3 a.m. whenever you wake up. And then waking up to the reminder about the Holland Tunnel being closed. Yeah. Ugh. Good Lord. Yeah, the Holland Tunnel should be open now, but it's doing that thing where they close it till 5 a.m. So if you're one of those early to the city people, you had to find another way in today and tomorrow. And it's called the Lincoln Tunnel. Uh, yeah, I went that other way. I go that yeah. Varazano way. I mean, That's, that is uh, I'll just. Pass. I mean, that is just the pits, as uh, Gio White said. <laughs> yeah, that is a horrible <laughs> it way is to go. just the worst. Yes. I it don't just, even contemplate that way anymore. It just feels never ending. It's just <laughs> a tour of uh, the tri state area just to get. Well, wow, there's so many trouble spots you yeah, can hit. Yeah, there there are, Jerry. There's a lot of overnight construction. There's regular day construction. There's just there's a construction. lot of construction. I do find it funny how the way we usually go now, yeah. that that exit ramp is now under construction. Yes, <laughs> off the parkway. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's, um, this all started, I think, like uh, in 2008 after like the housing collapse. I feel like that's when they were like, um, time to restart the economy. Let's start construction. Right, everywhere. all the roads in, in America. Yep, I'm all... waiting. I'm waiting to get up and to have construction vehicles outside my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> Just tearing up your streets. You can't even back out of your driveway. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. There isn't a, a single person right now in their car that is not passing some sort of construction on their way to work today. I would say it's unlikely. Yes, unlikely. <clears throat> yes, there's cones everywhere. I love the sign that goes. Construction continues. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it's endless. Yeah, it is endless. <laughs> I saw a skunk on the beach today. Oh, okay. A skunk just walking on the beach. Well, it wants to get its uh, its rays in. I don't. Uh, what's it doing on the beach? I don't know. There's nothing on the beach it's that about a skunk... as common as you being on the beach. Yes, <laughs> me and skunks. I saw you saw that. I saw a rat the size of a cat this morning. Where was that on the beach as well? Uh, it was not on the beach. Oh. It was about four or five blocks from here. Yeah, uh, the wild animals situation. I never saw a skunk in Bradley Beach for three years. Now I see them all the time. I'm sorry to hear this. They've moved. They've moved in, Jerry. All right. Well, maybe they've come for the foxes. Well, I would think a fox because I saw a fox on the beach also, not far from where the 
Was she in a thong? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't a fox eat a skunk? I have no idea. Or are they I don't afraid know. Uh, the skunk has that defense mechanism I, where they could just just spray you? I have no idea. Would you rather be a? Would you rather have the skunk's defense mechanism of spraying a really foul smell at an opponent, or a porcupine where you can shoot those? I think daggers I like the porcupine. Yeah, that seems kind of fun. That does seem fun, right? Yeah. You just stab them with your skin? I think so. Yeah. Of course, I'd rather be a lion, but... Oh, a lion would be the best. Yeah. But you can't eat a porcupine. Good point. Or a, a skunk, because it'll spray your face while you're eating well, you it. You could eat it. You're just going to stink. You're going to smell. Yeah. Jerry, we've got a, a large football game this evening. We've got a good one. It's a Giants hope. at San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. That's got an 8-15 kickoff. We knew a few things here. We know officially Saquon Barkley will not be playing. We know officially Andrew Thomas will not be playing. And I also saw that uh, Nick Bosa, this was uh, one of the coaches there, I guess the defensive uh, coach for the Niners, uh, you know, was like, yeah, Nick Bosa doesn't have any sacks yet. We're two games in. He's going to have nine on <laughs> tonight. <laughs> He's going to catch up tonight. <laughs> he might. I don't think, I mean, give me an over-under one and a half sacks for Nick Bosa. I would take the over. I would set that at two and a half. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think he's going to probably get three sacks tonight? I said I would set the over-under yeah. at two would and a half. You would take the over or the under? That's a good question. Yeah. Um, That's a good number. You're right, because one and a half, everyone's taking the over. I might take the under, just because I feel like Daniel Jones might just see him and run. Yeah, he'll know where he is at all the times. The other way. Yeah. Um, I'll take the under, but if you told me he got three, I wouldn't be surprised. Would you? No, I'm going to take the over Would on that. Would you be shocked if he had six? <laughs> <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be like, hmm, five wouldn't shock me. Six right. would surprise Again, me. Again, no Andrew Thomas tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. Um, hmm. I'm not sure what to expect. You know, this is a, a late night game for us, Well, this Jerry. is this is a this is an NFL betting special for you. What does that you mean? You always talk about in the NFL when you expect something, go yes. the opposite way. So what you should do is you take the Giants on the money line <laughs> to win the game for Daniel Jones to throw for 400 yards and five touchdowns and the Giants to uh, blow out the Niners. Right, because it's not expected. It, no, them winning is not expected. I don't so, know what to expect when I wake up tomorrow morning and I go, hey, Google, um, uh, who won the Giants game last night? That's going to be a shock if they win. Or if they get blown out. The only thing that yeah, will I don't not shock them to me get blown out. I think they'll play well. Is if they go, if my Google or Alexa goes, the San Francisco 49ers defeated the New York Giants by a score of 20 to 17. I'd be like, okay, that's about right. But if you heard 28-7, you'd be surprised? I wouldn't be. I think the Giants will play well, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Niners rolled them. Yeah, that's true. I feel like in order to roll somebody, you got to get to over 30 points. 31-10. That to me yeah. seems very plausible. Now, yeah, again, I expect the Giants to play well. Yeah. But I wouldn't be shocked if the Niners clobbered them and Nick Bosa went off. I will say that I, I was legitimately shocked when I woke up and asked Alexa who won the Cowboy-Giant game. I know like you that, were. I actually thought I heard, misheard. When you heard 40 to nothing? Yes. Yeah. That's zero points? That sounded None. very strange to I me. I know. Yeah, I know. I would have liked to have seen your reaction if you weren't home and you asked Alexa for the halftime score of the Cardinal game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, now I was uh, home and watching that one. Yeah, 20 to nothing was a surprise as well. I did see that Justin Pugh, Jerry, he tried out for the Giants. Why not? He played five years with the Giants. Then he went to the Arizona Cardinals for five years. That man's a 10-year veteran. I guess he tore his ACL last year with the uh, Cardinals, played a couple games and tore his ACL, and then I guess retired or just didn't get picked up by anybody. But bring him in, Jerry. Bring anybody in. Put him uh, put him on the line. Put him up against Nick Bosa, guy who hasn't been uh, playing football in years. Could you imagine that? Or that in would a go. year. Oh, my God. I hope Justin Pugh didn't get, like, super thin when, since he's not been playing football. <laughs> right. He looks like you now. <laughs> yeah, don't, <laughs> we don't need a guy like that getting pushed around the line. <laughs> We'll see. It, you know, I hate that it's 8. I wish the game started at 7. Me too. But it's what it is. What I like do? to get a vibe, a feel for the game. You know I what know. I mean, Jerry? Oh, I will get that. I will watch at least the first quarter. Okay, good. After that, I, I have no idea. Yeah, I want to watch the pregame because uh, the Amazon folks were in here earlier in the week yeah. filming us. 
Well, they really did, filming Boomer and Geo. Filming Boomer and Geo, yeah. and they did the classic on with Eddie where they film the, oh, the person B, running the, the board yeah. where they the, their fingers uh, moving the yep. sliders up and down, the meter showing you how loud everything's going. The classics. All, all stock footage. Stock footage, yep. Jerry. I got gotcha. you. All gotcha. stock footage. I will tell you, so now that, you know, because the Yankee game was on Amazon Prime last night. Oh, is that right? Now that I have the Amazon Fire Stick on all my TVs, not so hard to get these games. Oh, not so hard. Right. No, Quite easy, difficult. actually. Not as difficult as you thought it was. I go I go to my TV. I just turn it on, and they're smart because they put it right there. Yeah. Like you don't have to do anything. It's like, oh, look, Yankee games on Prime. Tonight, easy with the Giants. No problem. Oh, yeah. On Prime. Yeah, I don't mind the Amazon games. I don't see a lot of them. Cause... I don't either, but it was... To me, it was a pain in the ass with the cable. I know it's not that big a deal, but it was. And you got to change the input and then go to that. Then you're stuck watching the commercials as opposed to flipping the channel. Now, not so bad. I hate a changing of the input. I do too. It's a pain. It's nothing, but it's a pain. Because it it doesn't just instantaneous. No, it takes a moment. It takes a moment to like go, okay, okay, you're now pressing HDMI 2. Right. and And your TV's like, okay, let me think about this. HDMI 2, that is, he's looking for the cable. Here it is. Meantime, 150 years ago, for people to eat, they had to get on a horse (laughs) and ride an hour and a half each way to come back with something dead and then have to actually spend a couple of hours cooking it. And we're worried about the extra four seconds to change the input. Does take those those seconds add up, Jerry. (laughs) Really just steals our our day away. We are so spoiled, it's disgusting. Yeah. That's what it is. We're spoiled. You spoiled, Jerry. I know that. I know. I know you spoiled. We all are. Every every one of us. I just want to come in here happy on a football Friday. Well, what do you care? You're not a Niners fan or a Giants fan. Here's why I care, Jerry. The callers. <laughs> Don't answer them. Are going to <laughs> are going to give me a heart attack <laughs> with their Giants calls if the Giants lose and look terrible. Well, the Giants aren't expected to win. Correct. So I don't know that you will have that reaction. Unless Nick Bosa has eight sacks. Yeah, if they yeah. The problem's gonna be which part of the Giants look bad if they lose. For sure. And if they win, Jerry, oh, is it gonna be a glorious celebration yeah. around here? It would Bing. it would be so unexpected if they won, and then think about where they'd be at three weeks in with the schedule. That'd be awesome. Now Two you're thinking if they go to San Francisco and beat the Niners, they can beat anybody. It's all on the table. It That's is what on, I would I say. Agree. Jerry. I totally and then you agree. get a nice rest after this game. Because they don't play till the following Monday right, night. That's what everybody which always. Is awesome. You know, we. I, I know it's hard the, the turnaround to play three, four days after. I get it, but then my God, you get this extra time and the little mini buy built in, and the fact that they don't play another primetime game on Monday night, you get the extra day. Yep, it's not so bad. No, it's not terrible. Also, I think like playing in the short weeks early in the season is better than imagine like you know well, week sixteen. You 15. haven't been beat up yet. Oh. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. Better get a. Uh, who said that? I think uh, Nick Sirianni said that. Yes. Because he, he was talking about how this is the perfect time. It, it's not ideal, but this is the perfect time to do it as opposed to later in the season. You're right. It's funny how sh- how much shorter that week is. It's not like yeah, you're playing. It's nothing. You're losing a day. You're playing Saturday. You're playing Thursday. Yeah, correct. Which in most cases is the, at least, well, I shouldn't say for most teams. I know for the Cowboys only because I deal with them. Thursday's like the big preview day with the media so they've had a few days you know say a couple guys will talk on monday whatever tuesday's the off day yeah wednesday they start kind of getting back into it then thursday you go to practice you talk to the media friday's the walkthrough all of a sudden eh -eh. like it's zero to 60 as soon as that game's over on sunday because you're playing yeah and i i never would even think about it didn't care about it until i watched that quarterback documentary but again on the backside, you now have a week and a half off yes so there is a benefit to it. But if you lose and you got a bad taste in your mouth, you got to sit with that for a well, while. Well, and that goes the same way. If you lost Sunday and you got to come back the next week, at least you're back in at three days as opposed to seven right. or six or whatever. Whereas if you win, the Giants go out there and steal a game, Jerry? It's glorious. Glorious. I agree. Giants got to do what uh, people in San Francisco do. What's this? Win? Steal. Oh. Loot. Smash and grabs, Just Jerry. go win the game. They got to go in and smash and grab a win. The Giants were a playoff from team. From the Niners. No, the Giants were a playoff team last year. If they beat the Niners, even though they're not expected to, it's not mm-hmm. like they're stealing a win. I don't buy that. 
Okay. I know you want to do your whole San Francisco looting thing. <laughs> I got so you. So you think if the Giants go in there and win, they didn't steal a game? No, I don't. Right. I think they would have gone in because they were the better team, and they executed. Mm-hmm. I really do. They, I mean, they I say what you want about the Vikings. They won a playoff game in Minnesota last year. Yes. They won 10 games. They were 9-7-1, and, uh, and, and then they won the playoff game. No, they should be. They should expect to go win this game. I don't think they will, but they should think they can. Yeah, coming off a wonderful second half and only a couple days in between. You're riding high, Al. Here's what I would say if I was Brian Dayball. Pretend this is the second half of the Cardinal game. Or just continue what they were doing. That would also work for me. The only issue I would have, honestly, is, you know, that second half was so good Sunday, and Daniel Jones made a lot of quick, good throws, made some deep throws as well. I'm just, I know, I'm sorry to do this. I just don't know that up front is going to hold for him long enough to make plays like that. And then when you take Barkley out of the mix, it's a big ask. Trouble. Big ask. They're still a good team. I still expect them to play. Like, how about this? How about the defense goes down and shuts down Brock Purdy and the Giants are in a one-score, low-scoring game in the fourth quarter? Like, why could that not happen? That could happen. Right? It should happen. Yes. We'll see if it does. What if we go out there and... Which uh, Brock Purdy's injury was what? His elbow or his shoulder? Yeah, remember he couldn't throw against the yeah. Eagles. So you want to work his arm? Work his arm. Work his arm. We got to get to him first. Right. You got to get to him, then you got to work the arm. You got to put him in an arm bar. And Kayvon Thibodeau, I'll play it coming up because he's got no sacks and had no tackles like yeah. Sunday. That's by design. Okay, cool. So maybe they let him go tackle people tonight. I'll play the clip coming up that, at 630. That could be a new Game plan. Yeah. Kayvon, go get the guy go with the ball. Go get a guy. New, game, new defensive game plan this week. Kayvon Thibodeau tackles. Dudes. Right. We're going to play a Sacks game with Boomer dudes. at 630. Okay. Are you buying what Kayvon is selling? Oh. Now, All what right. he said to me makes sense, but there's only one real quarter. I mean, I like to think I was a quarterback, but I wasn't. You were not. There's only one real quarterback in this room, and mm-hmm. it's Boomer. It we'll, is. We'll let him explain to us. Okay, good. Does that sound fair? That, that sounds very fair to me, Jerry. All right. Sounds good. All right. We'll take a quick break. 517. We got Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 o'clock. Don't go away here on the fan. All right. Great to have you with us. Thursday, week three NFL opening up tonight in Santa Clara between the Giants and the Niners. What else, Al? I saw the uh, Chicago Bears, Jerry. They had a lot going on yesterday, but uh, yesterday they uh, released uh, quarterback Nathan Peterman. Oh, yeah, Jerry. Get him here. Get him where? To the Jets. Oh, stop. Nathan Peterman is the man. Who wants him? I don't know. Nobody. <laughs> I That's the one thing I have found amusing listening yeah. to the radio station the last few days. Yes. Let's sign this guy. Let's sign yes. that guy. Here's the deal. If Zach Wilson doesn't work, the season's in the toilet. Uh, you're not bringing anybody in that's going to make a hell of a difference here. Yep. I know. It's been unbelievable screening the calls. Come on. I mean, there's a reason why a lot of these guys don't hold on to jobs. They're not good. The, the the weirdest one I got, and this one I said, I, I can't anymore with the suggestions. A guy called me. He wanted uh, the, the Jets to sign the third-string practice squad quarterback for the Bengals. And I go, dude. Right. Please. Please go away. Now, on one hand, I would sit there and tell you Tom Brady was drafted where he was. Brock Purdy was the last. I get all that. But at some point, you, someone's got to see something. Correct. If they're not protected, then clearly they're not any good. Yes. So, come on. Just whatever. Right. This is Zach Wilson. This is his opportunity. This is it. Right here. Right in front of him. It's right in front of your face. And if Take not, it or uh, leave it. Pat Boyle plays. Tim Boyle, Jim. Whatever. It's a different Tim, Boyle. Pat, Tim, Bob. Pat. Does it matter? Uh, no, doesn't matter. Right. Also yesterday, Jerry, strangely, the Bears defensive coordinator, Alan Williams, resigned. So isn't there something going on with him in the FBI? Well, that was the rumor. I heard that yesterday during the Evan and Tiki show. Evan had this uh, had some of these rumors that the FBI was involved in why this guy needed to che- to take time off for his quote health and family. Yeah. Um, but I was reading um, uh, Ian Rappaport this morning said there is no FBI involvement. Okay. Uh, but uh, still not sure what's going on with this dude, Alan Williams. He resigned. But, uh, That's he resigned to take care of my health and family. I hope That's he's, o- I hope know, he's okay. Me too. That's it. Hope he's all right. In our third Bears-related news, Jerry, yesterday, 
Uh, Chicago's the score in Chicago must be having a field day. Oh my gosh, Jerry! Sports talk radio in Chicago right now. Forget the Cubs. We're talking Bears. We're talking Chicago Bears. Justin Field yesterday. Fields. Yep. I mean, Field is fine too, but that's David Field here at Odyssey and Mm -hmm. Justin Fields of the Bears. He's got an S at the end. He does. Justin Fields, Jerry said that the coaching he's receiving is causing him to overthink in games and causing him to play robotic. But then he went back to the media after practice and realized what he said wasn't so smart. When you take my quote out of context, when we can just say that, if you paint the picture on the inside out, like, y'all are trying to split, split us up as a team. I actually agree with him in this. How so? Well, did you hear it? He mumbled a little bit. Or no, was no, no, loud. no. Did you hear the initial comment about the coaching is screwing me up? No. Okay. I read it. And this is his point. If you actually listen to him, mm-hmm. he didn't say... Coaches are killing me, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't do what I'm doing. Coaching. Yeah, that's what I heard. What he said was, they're trying to make me, essentially, I'll, I'll play it again at 6.30, but he is he essentially was saying that he's a little too robotic because he's trying to take the coaching in and he's trying to learn. Like, they're trying to make him a better quarterback, but it's taking time for him to kind of process it all. And he's too robotic on the field right now instead of just letting it all fly. And that this is just going to take some time. What he said made sense. But we hear, well, the coaching, and we write headlines, man, coaching's killing me. <laughs> that's not what he was saying. Coaching's making me a robot. So that's why he came out and actually says what he said. Um, I think this is the clip, if you would like to hear it. Yes. I felt like I was kind of robotic and, you know, not just, not 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 playing like myself. So, um, you know, um, my goal this week is just to, you know, mm. say effort and just go out there. and. You know. I don't think that one's it, but that was the gist of it. So he he's, used robotic another time. He, I, I guess so, yes. He's a big robotic word kind just, of guy. He basically was saying he's thinking too much for what they're trying to give him. And it will, it's just going to take time. All good. Makes sense. When the game slows down, that's when you take off. I like that he ran back out there to the media. Said, I do, hey, too. Listen, you punks. I, you know why? He probably went to his phone after practice and was like, whoa, what the hell? Players might do that after any interaction with the media. They must just wait to see, like, what did they do? Just go ask Matthew Stafford's wife. <laughs> they twist my words to now that I'm going but to. But you know what it is, Al? I don't even know necessarily that it's twisting words as much as words in print as opposed to hearing them just look different. Yeah. There's so many things that you and I could say about anything that if you just print it, because all of a sudden you start wondering in your mind, well, how did he mean that? How was it said? And you don't know, and your your mind goes probably to the worst pot. Like if I'm a Bears fan and I read that quote, like coaching, or if I was the coaching staff, like what? Like we're spending countless hours with this guy and he's killing us. Yeah, you go listen to it. That's not what he was doing. Yeah, I used to think of that when I was uh, when I has to, used to have to run the dump button for our Opie and Anthony show. Sure. And some things would be said in uh, humor, obviously, a lot of stuff. And I'd be like, well, what would that look like in print and newspaper Not good. tomorrow morning? And that's yeah. how you would kind of have to judge whether you would uh, edit something out of mm-hmm. the show. I agree. Like, And that it, sucks. It, that sucks, yeah, yeah, because you're like, in print, that will look really bad. Well, you got to choose your words carefully. Yes. Even when the intent isn't what it appears to be. Correct. I see Jets wide receiver McCole Hardman, Jerry. What did he say? He's blaming the coaches? He's too (laughs) robotic? Well, he did say he finds his lack of usage, quote, very surprising. So do I. I think a lot of people do. Jerry, should we do the segment? No, please no. That is one of the worst segments we have ever done in the history of this show. I mean, that was really surprising that he's not getting It's really surprising as you're going back to this really surprising, stupid segment. (laughs) It's just really surprising. That's all. And then again, when we look at the entirety of the whole thing, Jerry, because... Him saying that his usage is really surprising. That his was lack, really surprising. <laughs> his lack of usage being really surprising. That was really surprising. <laughs> that when you get to the end, he goes, if we're winning games, I can't complain. That was really surprising. <laughs> but what if they are losing games? Then, well, yeah. Jerry, then you can complain. That you was can... really surprising. <laughs> That was such a good segment. You I can't really believe, a dork. I can't believe we don't do that anymore. <laughs> Thank you. you. Remember, you got crushed on social media yeah. for that one. <laughs> Some people liked it. 
Not many. A handful. Uh, a handful, right. A handful. A handful. Most didn't. <laughs> Most were, that was really surprising. That's I just really kept going surpri- and going and going. Well, I realized that my really surprising segment was just taking... <laughs> really awful. <laughs> and burning through all my stories real quick. <laughs> all right, Jerry, it's 5'10". What else you got? Because <laughs> I just killed every uh, topic with oh, really surprising. God. That was. Uh, I'm with McCall Hardman on this one. I'm stunned he's not playing. We'll see you this week. Well, how about he got zero plays I know. in the first week? None. Wasn't even on the field. And they won. I, yes, that's true. And then he played a, a good amount in the uh, Cowboy game. But but there's no usage, though. No usage. No. You want to go make an impact. Lack of usage. Lack. Do you think? By the way, did you see that the NFL apologized for the roughing the passer penalty? Yes. That was complete crap at the time. Against the Jets? Yes. Yeah. And to me, and I know, I know it was 30 to 10. I'm telling you, that was a. There were two game changing plays in that game where things could have been a lot different. That call and Gardner missing the interception. Those two plays could have had major impacts on that game. It's a game of inches, Jerry. That's what they say. And bad decisions. And bad decisions and bad calls. And bad, and bad penalties. That's exactly right. Speaking of usage, Jerry, and whether we're using someone correctly and all that stuff, Nance and Romo doing Jets Patriots. Is this proper usage of Jim Nance and Tony Romo? Jerry? See, all right, here's my problem. Nah. Hello, can, friends. May I? Yes. Wait till tomorrow to give you an answer. On okay. That. I good. don't want to look at the games. Okay, good. I want to wait for cool games tomorrow. All right. And then I'll let you know. I don't know. You'll what the see other if there's big... a cooler CBS yeah. game. Because I don't know. Like on the surface, I don't know when these assignments were handed out. My guess would be the first month is probably done in advance. So remember. Aaron Rodgers got hurt two weeks ago. Right. So it's very possible that Aaron Rodgers, the Jets, Belichick, it made sense two weeks ago. Right now, I'm with you. It doesn't look like it's the best game of the day. But I don't know. I mean, I I see who the Bengals are playing. I would want to know who the Steelers are playing. I have to see. I don't know. Well, the Bengals are a Monday night game this week. Okay. So so they're out. That's not going to work. Okay. You're right. I I don't want to look at the schedule. We'll look tomorrow. Yes. I know who the Jets... Giants and Cowboys are playing. That's it. Okay. Tomorrow, I will. I reserve judgment till right. tomorrow because we don't want to look at the schedule Correct. prior to cool games. Exactly. Otherwise, we get thrown off. Right. I would like to have the uh, the response be natural. Is that all right? Yeah, that's Jerry. We'll we'll revisit this. We're going to put it on the back burner. Is that really tomorrow. surprising that I didn't give you That's an answer? That's really surprising. I really, it's just really surprising, That's Jerry. really surprising. That's really surprising. It's so stupid. All right, let's take a break. Great friends, great tequila. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. Make sure you have plenty on hand this weekend. Casamigos Tequila reminds our friends to celebrate responsibly. That was really surprising. Shut up. Not the Bee Gees. It is not. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, it's Thursday. It's football. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Did you watch the Met game last night? I did not. Did not watch the Met game. Come on, Jerry. That season's Do over. Do you know who they played? Oh, man. I feel like I do. <laughs> mm, I you know don't. who the Yankees played? Toronto. Yeah, right. That's what I'm talking about, Jerry. Mets are in Miami in front of a very sparse crowd. Oh, yes. I heard uh, that Gary Cohen and Keith Hernandez were scolding the small audience uh, because the Marlins are in a. uh, Are they in a playoff race? Yes, they are. (laughs) Uh, Were they scolding them? No. Scolding. They were making the point like Tampa that the fans don't come out. That's but, all. And Tampa's getting a whole brand new stadium. They are, yes. It makes zero sense. I, but I think it's going to be a 12,000-seat stadium. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> a couple of uh, media notes, Jerry, I'd like to oh, share media with notes. you. Yeah, media notes. All right, media notes. The MSG. Is Andrew Marchand on? Uh, no, I'm going to cover no. these items. Okay. Uh, the MSG network is starting something called MSG Plus streaming service starting this weekend. Okay. It's going to launch this weekend. You could get MSG and all the things that come with it. Uh, Knicks, Rangers, Devils, Nets. No, Nets are on yes. Correct. Um, All of that for, if you are a cable cord cutter, for $30 a month. $30? Correct. A month? Yes, that's what it's going to cost. 
That's what it costs when boy, you gonna, boy. when you don't have uh, grandmothers paying for your for your oh, service. They're also offering this is interesting, Jerry. Eighty dollars a month. I believe they're the first to do this second part. I'm going to give you if you don't have a monthly subscription and you just want to watch Knicks Lakers mm. nine ninety nine ten bucks a game. Yeah. Okay. Are you? Sounds like you're excited about it. I have Direct TV stream. I'm oh, not, okay, so I, you're good. Doesn't this is not relevant to now. me? I just the cord cutting thing ain't working. It doesn't work. It not financially. Not for sports fans. No. But not for anybody. Well, if you're not a sports fan, you don't. You really. Well, if you don't, don't want, I mean, need it. You 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 have a very select. You don't have a broad viewing. Yeah, like all of my, the channels that I liked even prior to getting rid of cable were all in the Warner Brothers Discovery Right, family. that's not me. For me, if I really cut the cord, I would be far more than I'm spending right now. What channels do you like other than the sports ones? Like, what Well, do you I mean, like the sports ones on? are a big part of yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, that's mostly for right me. On, but I'm saying for like people who aren't well, sports I would want, fans. I would, I would want to have, um, got to be able to get the local channels. You have to. And I don't know how what I would have to pay to get those. Paramount obviously has CBS. I don't know. I'd have to spend money on for NBC, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. ABC. Um, there, there's several. Like I like TNT. I like TBS. Um, we do watch when we're not streaming shows. Believe it or not, my wife watches Ion a lot. I mean, the, the different channels. Yeah. I don't know who owns those. Yeah, I don't either. I don't know where we would get them. I like the home shows. I know that sounds crazy, but I like all those love it or list it. Like, there's a lot that I would need. Good news, though, for you then, Jerry. In other related streaming news, okay. you know Max is now what HBO yes. was, is now Max. Right. But Max is also, <laughs> it's so confusing, Jerry. Max is HBO. Yeah. And all of the Warner Brothers Discovery Plus things. Okay. In addition... They are going to start streaming live sports from TNT, TBS, all those things. Okay. So if you would like to be a cord cutter and you want to be able to watch MLB playoffs, NBA on TNT, NHL. But I don't get the baseball games that are on ESPN. I just get the TBS ones. That's correct. TBS, TNT. Uh, and then there, it's going to be free. If you you, well, you got the Max, right. But starting in uh, February, I believe it's going to be the live sports will be nine ninety nine a month. That's fine, just in time for NCAA. Yeah, basketball. I don't think that's awful. Yeah, I think ten dollars per game is a lot. It's wild for like a regular season Nick game. Now you told <laughs> me ten dollars for an NFL game. Right. There's only sixteen of them. I can deal with that. Ten dollars for a Nick game in in November. That's correct. Keep it, <laughs> please. I guess that's where they really are like. And $30, I'm sorry, $30 a month. I guess I would have to do it if I had no other option. Yeah. But I'm telling you, it's it costs it's, a lot it's more. It's a lot, Jerry. It's, it's a lot cost a lot more. On. Yeah, sure is. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to give you a story that sounds fugazi, and yet I believe it. All right. It's going to be confusing. This is about aliens? No, no, not about okay. aliens. This is not about cord cutting, not about grandmothers paying. Thank God. For your service. Right. Good. It involves an afternoon, uh, I, I'm going to call him co-host, Sean Marash. I, I'm, I, I is always, this the Ciara thing? Yeah. He claims that uh, he and Tiki Barber were once at a party where they were ended up doing shots with Russell Wilson and Ciara. Mm-hmm. And Sean Marash claims that uh, he and Ciara hit it off. He said at one point she touched touched his chest. She found him very funny and amusing, and he believes she's a chubby chaser and that if they were not both married, Sean is married and mm. Ciara is married, that they would have considered going home together. Oh, sure. I think she felt bad for the poor schmuck. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. Now, she's with Russell Wilson, so she's not a chubby chaser. Right. As he's right. claiming. But I kind of do believe that he felt some sort of chemistry I, with her. I, he might have. <laughs> she didn't. Come on now. Stop it. You don't think he was no. getting a vibe? He might have. But you don't think 
Maybe but it she, wasn't her vibe. <laughs> you know the funny thing sometimes with uh, women, Jerry? They're just nice and friendly. Yes. And we, as Didn't men... Didn't she wants to sleep with him. Interpreted as... And all of him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she really likes me. Oh, yeah, yeah. There are certain women in particular How that... about this? He was very non-threatening. Oh. And so he's the type of guy, just same way me or you might have been, very non-threatening. Right. That you can have some fun with. I could touch this thin, bald guy's chest. Right. Russell Wilson's not going to be jealous. Didn't mean she wanted him naked and sweating in the sheets in two hours. Yeah. Imagine what was... that looks like. <laughs> she's looking like she's looking at Adonis every evening and Russell Wilson. Now she wants Santa Claus. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Come on. Sometimes we want what we don't have, Jerry. <laughs> no, stop it. <laughs> well, no, that's a lot of times. Right. But no. She could have any man she wants. She wants Marash. <laughs> Sounds like it. If she wasn't married to Russell Wilson, she may have gone on a, on gone for it with uh, Sean Marash. Uh, she would not have. That would have been really interesting if she weren't married and Marash was. He'd have been like, oh, my gosh, if I only wasn't married, I'd be able to be dating Ciara. Either that or he would have been wondering what he had just done. <laughs> and was it worth it? Yes, it was. Mm. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Mm. What did I do? Yeah, very interesting. So you're not buying it. You think maybe no. she just is very I think friendly. She was being very friendly. You no, know, sometimes women. If I felt bad for them. <laughs> sometimes women, Jerry, they're very friendly. They're very uh, engaging with mm-hmm. the eye contact. A little flirty, a little flirty, but that's just their personality. They're touching your arm when they're talking to you. You're like, hmm. <laughs> She's not into you, even though yeah. you think that. You're right, even though you think that. <laughs> yes, I know. But what's funny is this is going to somehow get back to her today. I bet. It's possible because, yeah, I'm sure she's got the alerts, and I'm sure this will be out there somewhere. Right. I wouldn't think. I could be wrong. She's a superstar. But I wouldn't think she gets an alert every day. Right. There's got to be some quiet days. But do you think, okay, so she gets worse. She's like, who is What guy is this? And she zooms into Marash's head. (laughs) That guy? (laughs) I'm going to guess you're probably right because Tiki's name is going to be attached to the story. Yes. So I think it's possible that it does get back to her and that they both do say it, meaning both her and Russell. Like Russell Wilson could have Marash on his mind this weekend. Right. I didn't play well. I had this uh, New York radio personality on my mind the whole time. What would be great would be if the Broncos really don't like Russell Wilson that if they had pictures of Marash in the locker room yes. today when he walks in, right. <laughs> all on this, uh, all up in his tape to his helmet, <laughs> that would be funny. That is awesome. I don't think that'll happen, but that would be funny. Not, That's what Sean Payton should use now as motivation. I had to go back and listen to the clip because I, I have it. I just haven't had a does, chance to get to it. Like, does it t- looks so stupid? <laughs> does Tiki comment on this at all? Is he saying like, Marash, I was there. She was not into you, or? Did Tiki back it up and say, you know what? This sounds like a crazy story, but I was there, and there was chemistry. I'll give you the first 30 seconds. Let's see. Not settled. The world needs to know something. Sean Morash, and I know Lugie took a lot of heat for this last week, but Lugie kind of arrogantly said, hey, if I met, I forget who the celebrity was. I didn't go on too long. I'll have it for 630. I I haven't had a chance to get to it. Because I was doing Kayvon Thibodeau and other stuff, but I will, uh, I'll get to it for 6.30. Do we call him Thibs also, or is that just for the Knicks I coach? don't know. Thibodeau, Thibodeau, Kayvon. You call him Kayvon. That's what we're going to go with. Because Thibs already had, uh, is already a name in New York. Yeah. So you can't be Thibs. I still call him Thibodeau. Thibodeau. Yeah, even though it might be Thibs. I don't know. For the Knicks coach. I have no idea. Is yes. he still the Knicks coach? I'm not even sure how to pronounce Carlos Rodon's name yet. He's been here for a full year. Yeah. It gets difficult. Because everyone calls him something different. Right. That's a, There's no consistency, Jerry. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know what is consistent? We do Odyssey Sportsman oh. this time every day. We're going to give you Amy Lawrence oh, talking she's about. Good. She's very good. The Cincinnati Bengals. Oh. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. We've got the Giants and 49ers tonight. Yankees lost Mets. What else? Jerry, we have a big event coming to the area. Uh, Nassau County in Long Island. What is this? They won the uh, the cricket. Yeah. I saw this. They won the bid to host Cricket World Cup. Yes, it's going to be like. You might not. I don't. I don't think Al does, but I think this is going to be huge for the area. Cricket. But they're playing in like a park, right? Not in a stadium. 
Yeah, I, I'm not that you, that's familiar. That's you checked out? Yeah, I checked out. I just just <laughs> excited that Cricket World Cup's coming here. Yeah, when is this now? Mm. You didn't get that, didn't part get that either that far down. But they were bidding, and they they beat they, out New York City, who also that? wanted Cricket World who Cup. Who else was bidding for this? Croatia? Hazlitt, New Jersey, I think, was trying <laughs> to get the Cricket World Cup. No, wait, really. Were there any other countries that were trying to get it? Really or was dig- it going to be in the United States and Nassau County beat I think out, it was going to be in the United States. They beat out New York and L.A. And, and other places, yeah. Cricket. Oh, that's cool. You're going to go? Those, I'm not going to go, but uh, cricket, those games go on forever, Jerry. The ma- they're called matches, cricket matches. Okay. They can go on for, like, days at a time. Yeah. It'd be like a Met game, like, not ending for three days. Oh, this is right up your alley. <laughs> Wait, what? This is longer than a half hour? I'm out. I think they play like in the parks near where Eddie lives in the, the Edison. I think it's Island very big area. in Edison, yes. There's a large Indian population there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've seen them playing cricket in parks. Okay. You've never decided to jump in? No, because it looks like I would. Is not. it called a bat or a paddle? Anybody know? Uh, I'm not sure, but imagine like I'm a natural cricket player. And I never know it. Imagine you had any athletic ability. <laughs> I have athletic W-F-A-N, ability. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.